0: All right, guys, we're back with part two of this broadcast. Uh, I'm so sorry. If you guys are new to Adherent Apologetics, this is probably the worst introduction that you've ever seen. Uh, My internet connection, usually not this bad. I've had a couple issues before, but 99% of this time this doesn't happen. And then ending the broadcast when I meant to just leave the room, never done that one before. So kind of a rough start, but I appreciate the BK Apologist Alfredo Valentin for continuing to sticking with me sure, uh, despite man. all these struggles, man. Let's go as we go through part two. How are you doing, my guy?
1: Oh man, I'm I'm good, man. You know this this is this is fun. You know I'm definitely enjoying this. You know <laughs> watching Zach versus the internet. You know it's, it's, it's an amazing <laughs> thing to watch. You know
0: the real struggle isn't Christianity versus Islam or Christianity versus the Hebrew <laughs> Israelites or Christianity no. versus atheism. The real struggle is Zach versus the internet. There um, you go. That is the biggest issue in apologetics right now. Basically. (laughs) So what I was going to ask you before we had all the um, stuff go down was fast forward to where we're at now. And we almost have like in some circles, it looks like I've seen a couple Christians uh, pushing, not necessarily saying Black Lives Matter. That's kind of the slogan that's come. That's always been around with everything that's happening, but is really being considerably pushed now. Um, Right. And they they it's switching to some of the, some Christians are pushing the idea. They're not going to say black lives matter. They're going to say all lives matter because they would say, and I'm, I think they're coming from good intentions, I would like to believe, but I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on the whole black lives matter, all lives matter? Right. Like, what what do you think of what's going on?
1: <clears throat> well, again, right, we have to be thoughtful when we have these type of conversations. And one of the things we have to do is define terms, Right. When people use particular statements or terms, you, you need to ask them, well, what do you mean by that? You know, because there's, there's definitions and then there's connotations of words. Mm-hmm. So this, this term, Black Lives Matter, right? I know for me, when I use it, it has nothing to do with the organization. You mm-hmm. know, and I think when Christians say that, people automatically think, oh, so you with those guys. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm definitely not. Because there's a lot of things in that, that organization that I do disagree with as a believer, but, and I, you know, so once I say that, when I say black lives matter, I'm talking about the actual statement itself, not the organization, Mm -hmm. not even the movement, just the statement, black people have value. And the reason why black people have value is because we're made in the image of the creator, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's supposed to be a, an apologetic against the narrative of white supremacy, that I don't matter because I'm black or a particular phenotype that I have, you know? So, that's that's what the intent was of the original statement. Hey, guys, I'm God's child too. Mm. God made me too, you know? And if God made me too, and I'm also an imager, then you gotta treat me like every other imager of God. Like, that's the point behind that statement. But a lot of times when you have conversations, especially in the internet, you know, there's no tone... Right. You can't hear the tone and the expression of the person. Mm. So um, when you just say Black Lives Matter, for a lot of people, they think, oh, here we go. This, this 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 social justice warrior guy, you know, this liberal Christian, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like, no, no, this is what I mean when I say Black Lives Matter. I mean, literally the life of a black person, a quote unquote black person, again, because we're, we're not crayons, but, mm-hmm. you know, my life. Matters to the person who made me, and since that same creator made you, you should respect me too. Mm. That's that's what we're trying to
0: say. That's it. Yeah, mm. that's it. That's a lot of good stuff there. A uh, couple things I want to look at with you. Sure. I guess we'll just start off with um, how how much are you on Instagram? Like, do you are you on Instagram on a daily? Yeah, week? I'm
1: on I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, Facebook,
0: all that. TikTok. Okay, <laughs> uh, I just got TikTok too. Uh, fun stuff. Um, so I don't know what you saw on Instagram, but if you looked on Instagram yesterday, there was a whole blackout Tuesday thing where basically everyone was posting just a black photo huh? Right, right. and with the black lives matter. And there's a couple of things that happened that were, I'm curious. I'd love your input on one of which was, uh, Robbie Zacharias international ministries. They posted, uh, in respect to that day. And I looked at some of the comments and they were getting, <coughs> they were getting a lot of heat from Christians, um, for posting that, I'm not exactly sure why, but I'm curious. Like, what, when what did
1: they say? What was the post
0: about? Do you remember? It was so well, the the post, it was a whole trend. Like, everyone from The Rock to Tom Brady to oh, talking about the, about the, the whole Blackout Tuesday thing. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. and then yeah. Robbie, and then the comments from Robbie Zacharias, one of the only Christian ministries that posted uh, in accordance with that thing, they, they got a lot of heat from that. So, I was just curious, like, do you think that's ba- a bad look for Christians when? I mean, it's,
1: again, right? We have to test all things, right? Mm -hmm. In my opinion, this is my opinion, I don't think that was the most practical thing to do, especially when there was a lot of primaries and voting going on that day. Mm -hmm. So for people not to engage socially online, that day made no sense to me, Mm -hmm. you know, because this is, let's face it, this is how we interface, especially now during the pandemic. This is all we got right now. You know, I can't meet somebody at at the corner coffee shop to have a meeting. It's like, it, it's Zoom or it's not happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so to say, let's not do that today, didn't make sense to me. It's like, why are we and then for for Black people to do that, I, I don't understand that. Like this this is our way of of disseminating information, getting together. You know, having our group sessions via Zoom or what what have you why stop that for that day especially when people are voting that day it just it seemed counterintuitive for me Mm -hmm. i'm not saying it was right or wrong i'm just saying in my opinion it wasn't the most practical move okay
0: yeah i think it it's such a weird like it it was just hard to know what it's just hard to know because each person is going to look at those uh black post and they're going to have a different impression of what that means like i think for some people like i posted something on my personal instagram the one that i don't do any of my just like my like hey hi friends like stuff like that and just in in respect with that and i didn't post anything with it here in apologetics i just wasn't sure what to do because it's just it can one person can look at that and be like oh you're just um one of these far left people who are like um you know, and another person can look at you not posting saying you're one of these far right people that are racist. Right, and right, it's just, right. it's just such a complicated issue. And like, I guess that's just a lot of- It's like, I got to pick them. a side, mm-hmm. you know?
1: It's like, why do I got to pick a side? My side mm-hmm. is Christ.
0: Yeah. All that other
1: stuff, you know, is debatable. You know what I mean? It's like when people say, well, who are you going to vote for? Jesus. I vote for Jesus every four years, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, I just don't, you know, and because of my stance, I, Zach, I catch a lot of heat from both sides
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, the evangelicals Feel like, you know, I'm not Totally with them, and You know, the quote-unquote black conscious community Feel like I'm a sellout, I'm a coon You know, and it's like, no I'm, I'm trying to be You know, wherever the Bible Leads me, that's where I'm trying to go You mm-hmm. know, so, but people want you to Be on the fringe or in the extreme, because it's Easy to identify you you know, mm-hmm. nuance, they hate nuance because that makes people have to think. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to think. They want to be able to put you in a box and say, well, this is who he is. Mm-hmm. And when they can't do that, they get frustrated with you. So,
0: yeah, you know. it's a lot of good points you bring up. I think, yeah, I just see so much that you get forced. You're trying that you have to put get put in either you're either a Republican or a Democrat. You can't share both ideas, especially right. if you right. I think right. one of the a little off topic here, but I think. I don't, I'm not a big fan of politics. One of the worst things in America is the two-party system because if you want to get into politics, you need to fit into one of those parties, right. and then that's how we get this uh, divisive, polarized right. climate that we're in. It's, it's
1: fallacious. It's a, it's a false dichotomy, mm-hmm. right? It's either one or the other. Who said mm-hmm.
0: that? Mm.
1: That doesn't make any sense. That's not logical. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: so what do you think of... What do you think your non... Christian friends, the people that you're interacting with outside of your, your Christian circles, what do you think they're thinking when they see uh, some some evangelical leaders, uh, not not posting something, let's say, that says Black Lives Matter, but they're saying, hey, all lives matter, uh, right. something like that. What do you think they're thinking? Is that causing a stumbling block for them? Oh,
1: absolutely, because we, unfortunately, again, right, it's about the intent. Like, what does someone mm. mean when they use a particular statement? Right. And the if you just take the statement at face value, all lives matter. Absolutely. Who fights that? Right. Mm-hmm. But is that what's being conveyed with that statement? Right. Because why do you feel the need to say that when someone says black lives matter? Because for many people in their mind, when they hear black lives matter in their mind, it sounds like black lives matter more. Mm-hmm. Right. And most people who are saying that statement are not saying that at all. We're just saying we're human too. Mm-hmm. So when this knee jerk reaction of all lives matter, it's almost like, no, I matter more. Not you. But it's like, but you, you're kind of outing yourself when you do that because you're showing your prejudice by saying that. Now, again, you have to ask the person, well, what do you mean? You can't just take it at face value when someone says all lives matter. They might really be sincere. You know, Mm -hmm. but also as a non-black person, you got to be sensitive to how you say things, because depending on on what like me saying it has a different connotation than what you say. Mm. Right. So as a white person, you have to be more sensitive. Like, but I didn't mean that you guys are better than me or whatever. I mean, I meant, you know, I'm saying we're all equal, Mm -hmm. but that's not how the word is used. A lot when it comes to non-black people, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we I, both we both have to like ask people, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you like so that we don't talk over each other or pass mm-hmm. each other?
0: You know? Yeah, I think one of the most important things that we can do is before we send a tweet or a Facebook post or whatever it's going to be, just think about what would someone who isn't the same as me think about this post or this thought? Like, what are they? What's their impression of what they're going to say? So. Yeah, I think that's really important stuff. Um, as we start to wind things down here, uh, coming to then, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I'm curious, like, for for the Christian, um, for the typical Christian who isn't in an urban setting, who is just uh, in the suburbs or wherever they may be, what should they be doing right now in this time? How do they stay biblically faithful with the, and, I'm assuming, support their beliefs that all men are right. equal and support the uh, movement for equality? like? What are some tips that you can give them as we right. as we try to as we go through this tragedy,
1: right? Um, it's 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 a it's a multi-pronged attack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as Christians, you know, b- biblically speaking, we can ask and we can cry out and demand for justice as long as we understand what justice is, right? Um, one of the words that's used for justice in the Hebrew Bible is mishpat, right, which means to walk r- rectitude, to walk correctly, right, and God that's not an attribute. That's what he is. That's part of his ontology, right? God always walks upright. So when we say we want justice, what we're saying is we want people to walk like God, mm. to be, to be the imager that you was, was created to be. Mm. Right. So, and as long as the Christian is, is in that mindset, yeah, we can ask for that. We can actually ask for that. Now, of course, people will say, well, you know, the courts are corrupt as if the courts weren't corrupt in the first century during Jesus time, you know? So you still can ask for justice. It's fine. You know, now the way you do it is your local politics, you know, know know your councilman, get his email address, you know, um, if you can meet with him, you know, go to your, to your local town hall meeting, get to know your constituents, you know, get to know the people in your neighborhood, you know, um, if you're somebody who's in social work or in psychiatry, You can actually go on patrol with the cops and and do ride bys with them, you know. So you can understand how the cops think, and they can, you know, and you can volunteer. You could do um, free seminars on trauma for a a particular police department, so that they could be more equipped for these things, right? Now, outside of that, there's a term, right? And and depending on who says the term, could mean two different things, and that is preach the gospel. Right? Now, for some people, when they say preach the gospel, they mean just shut up and go to church. Right? That's not what I mean. What I mean is the Great Commission. Right? Make disciples. No one's born following Jesus. You have to help make them. It's a process. And at the end of the Great Commission, it says in teaching them to obey. So once someone is saved, that's the beginning. That's not the end. You know, you gotta help someone grow in their faith now. You know, to work out their salvation in fear and trembling. Because what does it, now that you're saved, great. Now, what does it mean to be righteous in your college or in your high school? Okay, you're married. What does it mean to be a righteous husband or wife, right? If you're in politics, what does that look like being a righteous senator? You know, Mm -hmm. we have to counsel and mentor people so that they they could be more like the imager they, they were created to be. That's a process right so that when a white cop sees a black person and they're already handcuffed and completely subdued they won't feel the need to kill them because they understand because someone has taught them to obey the gospel that that black man is also immature of god and he yes he might be he committed a crime you're arresting him but there's no need for him to die you could take him in so he could get his due process Mm. you know so it's the political aspect yeah local government get involved Serve, help your community to understand what it means to walk uprightly and also from a theological perspective, teach the gospel and help people to
0: obey it. Mm. Yeah, a lot of good points you have there. Um, really good stuff. Uh, we're going to start to wrap things up here. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, Likewise. Zach, thank um, I'll, give you, you a, I'll give you a chance to share all your stuff. But before that, any any closing thoughts you want to say before we start to end things here? Oh man, it's it's so.
1: Um, for those of us who are doing apologetics, right? Just the the gravity of the, the of the historicity of what I'm doing, what you're doing, is exciting and horrifying at the same time. You know what I mean? Because once you put something on the internet, it stays forever. Mm-hmm. Right. All the glitch, the pixelation that's, that's <laughs> oh, there forever. God. They're all going to see that, which is fine, which is fine. But, you know, it, it's just amazing that we live at such a time as this to do what we do. You know, and mm-hmm. I think it's important that people, especially young people like, like you, Zach, that you've taken the mantle of, you know what, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to go in the front lines and I'm going to preach this gospel and I'm going to help teach and edify I think it's so powerful and i, I just believe that you're gonna inspire so many other people to do likewise you know so um i appreciate you and what you're doing and um just keep it up and and, and get better internet
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to figure that out i think i need to get back, i need to get back to college where i have the good internet and not be at my parents house uh for summer break um man i gotta say if you're an inspiration to me as well, I hope to pick up the torch that you and all the urban apologists and all the other apologists are carrying right now, man. It's been a great conversation before we wrap things up. If people do not know who BK apologist is, please plug all of your stuff. How can they follow you, support you? Yeah, I'm doing
1: that right things. now. I'm going to put it in the private chat so you can put it in.
0: All right.
1: I will do that. All, all right. right. I'm gonna so it all right now. I'm going to give
0: you a quick, and for those of you who are listening via podcast, he's just sending me a link there, gonna be in the live chat. And then uh, I just can't search And it's yeah, so definitely worth following. Search. Yeah. What's up, Nate2D2? What's going on? It's my guy right there. <laughs> Nate is one of the coolest guys. That, I don't know if you follow Nate on Instagram, but he does these videos where he looks like he's like asleep and he's just singing. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just hilarious. love it.
1: I just, I can't get he's enough hilarious. of it. He's hilarious. So, um, yeah. So you catch me, you know, uh, YouTube, of course, um, Twitter. Um, I also sell, you know, urban apologetic inspired t-shirts. Um, so yeah, all those links are in fact, Nate2D2, he's on it already. He's, he's, he's doing it. So, you know what I mean? So yeah, brother, this, this was great, Zach. Thank you so much, man. If you ever need me to come back on, you know, please feel free to reach out. I
0: appreciate it, man. And if you ever want me to talk about, I don't know, I'm always free. Or I can always make the time. Uh, This is BK Apologist, everyone. Follow him. Subscribe to him. Support him on Patreon. Do all that stuff. And if you're new do here to in Apologetics, it. I encourage you to subscribe before. But do, do take care. Do your stuff with BK first and then come back to us. Subscribe. You can follow us on social media at AA Apologetics on Twitter and in Apologetics on Facebook and Instagram and now TikTok. You can support us at Patreon.com slash in Apologetics. BK, this was a great conversation, my man. I thank you so much for it. I learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. God
1: bless. Peace.